Good morning, good morning, everyone. I love that song that was just playing, Great Are You, Lord. What a way to wake up and to make that confession. Great are you, Lord. You bring light to the darkness. Hallelujah. So we pour out our praise. And I pray that you were joining in as that was being played and just letting it come from the depths of your heart that great are you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to Thursday's morning prayer call. You know, the fact that you joined the call says you made a decision, a decision desiring to hear from the Lord and to set this day in order and to worship and give him honor and to give him praise. You know, in Psalms it says, I am your only God, the living God. Wasn't it I, the one who broke the strongholds over you and raised you up out of bondage? Open your mouth with a mighty decree. I will fulfill it now. You'll see. The words that you speak, so shall it be. Bless the word of the Lord this morning. And because we've been, you know, adopted into God's family with full rights, predestined by God through Jesus Christ, you know, we're no longer orphans. We shouldn't have an orphan mentality, but we are full legally adopted children of the Most High God now being able to call him Abba Father. Abba Father, we come before you. You know, as Bishop said, the orphan spirit will always lack identity, giving you a distorted view of who you are. But as believers, the spirit of sonship Think about that. The spirit of sonship has been released into our hearts, causing us to intimately cry out. And it's such an endearing, it's such an enduring word, Abba, Abba Father. You are our true Father. So it is Him that we seek this early morning hour. Amen. Amen. So let me introduce um, our team for this morning. My name is Heather Dawson, facilitating the call. It's an honor and a privilege to be on with all of you. And we want to welcome each and every one of you, no matter where you're calling in from. We're grateful that uh, you made that decision to get up and to be part of the prayer call this morning. And the other part of our team is Sister Margaret Johnson, and she's going to be bringing the morning devotion. So let me say good morning to Margaret. Margaret, how are you? Good morning, Mother Heather. I'm well. How are you this morning? I am well, too. I was um, excited to get up this morning. Um, I don't know for all of us, you know, I'm sure that we've all had busy days. We've had challenges 
We've had many things coming our way, but, you know, um, he makes a way where there seems to be none. So I'm excited to be up this morning. So God bless you, Margaret. And then we have Sister Victoria Wimberly, and she's going to be praying over the request and sharing any praise reports. So let me say good morning to Victoria. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Mother Heather. How are you and everyone on the line this morning? Well, I think if they're on the line this morning, I pray that they are doing well. Hallelujah. And I am well. And you sound good, and it is good to hear your voice, Victoria. God bless you um, when you come also with the prayer request. We always want to um, honor Bishop and Pastor Adrian. They have been given um, the call to be over New Destiny, and we just ask the Lord's blessing over them today, over their family, and that they will be protected, they will be provided for, and they will be walking in that place that God has ordained for this day. So let's join our hearts in a word of prayer as we get ready to hear the morning devotion. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you that you have given us this day. And as we prepare to receive your word, we ask for your blessing and anointing to rest over uh, Sister Margaret as she comes to share. May our hearts be receptive to your word. May it get planted into good soil this morning because we have plowed the ground and we are excited to hear what you have for us this day. This I pray in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. So I'm turning it over to you, Margaret, at this time. Okay, thank you very much. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. God's blessings upon you. Um, give uh, praise and honor for our bishop and Pastor Adrian this morning. It's always an honor and a privilege to come before you. This morning, um, our devotion is uh, titled, Our Destiny Was Established Before We Were Born. In Him We Obtain an Inheritance. And that's going to be coming from the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 11 and verse 12. Many um, wealthy families look to preserve wealth, their wealth, the family's wealth, by setting up their children um, before and after they're born to carry on the family legacy. And God is our father. We are his children. Proverbs 13 and 22 says that a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. And so God, our father, has given us an inheritance since before we were born. Galatians 4 talks about how Christ has redeemed us so that by the spirit of adoption, we can call God, as you heard uh, um, Elder Heather speak about earlier, we can call God Abba Father or Papa God. We have a relationship with him. So now let's look at Ephesians 1 and 11 to see what the word says about this inheritance and exactly what is our inheritance. Ephesians 1 and 11 says, Through our union with Christ, we too have been claimed by God as his own inheritance. Before we were even born, he gave us our destiny or our estate 
so that we would fulfill the plan of God who always accomplishes every purpose and every plan in his heart. So God's plan was for us to be his. His plan was for us to inherit what Jesus had died to give us access to. So our inheritance is heaven. It's the eternal blessedness of the consummated kingdom of God, which is to be expected after the visible return of Christ. Hebrews 9 and 15 says, so, so Jesus is the one who enacted a new covenant with a new relationship with God so that those who accepted the invitation will receive the eternal inheritance he has promised to his heirs. For he died to release us from the guilt of the violations that were committed under the first covenant. And Ephesians 1.13 says that we've been stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is given to us like an engagement ring as the, the first installment of what's coming. The Holy Spirit, is, is, he's our hope. He's our promise of a future inheritance which seals us until we have all of redemption's promises and experience complete and total freedom all for the glory and all for the honor of God. So there's many promises that we have from God um, that we need to lay claim to. And today, we're just talking about one of the many promises, and that's our internal inheritance. First Peter 1 and 4, uh, I'm going to read that out of the Passion Translation, says that we are reborn to a perfect inheritance that can never perish. Isn't that just like our father? Because he loves us so much, our inheritance can't spoil. It can't be taken by the enemy. It won't perish. The result from our new birth is an eternal inheritance, which is available by faith, and it's reserved in heaven for you and for me when we pass from death to life. So let's look at three characteristics of our inheritance. One, the first one, our inheritance is imperishable. So imperishable means it endures forever, it's everlasting, our inheritance is immortal, it's timeless, everything in the earth is subject to decay. Food mold, metals rust, mountains erode, plants and people die, but God, God has an eternal inheritance for each of us that will never see death and never decay. God is eternal, and according to 1 Peter 1 and 23, those that have been born again have his seed planted within us that can never be destroyed, but will live and grow inside of us forever. So number one, our inheritance is imperishable. Number two, our inheritance in Christ is unspoiled. So what we have in Christ is free from anything that would deform, debase, or degrade. Nothing on earth is perfect. <laughs> we know that, right? Even the most beautiful things of the world are flawed, and, and if we look closely enough, we can always find imperfections. But Christ, Christ is truly perfect. He's the holy, sinless, spotless Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world. He's also the Lion of Judah that will come back and receive all his children unto himself. So our inheritance is imperishable. Our inheritance in Christ is unspoiled. And finally, our inheritance in Christ is reserved. It's reserved. So what we have in Christ is being kept in heaven just for us. Your 
and my crown of glory has your name on it. We'll, we'll cast our crowns at the feet of Jesus as we worship him. And although we enjoy many blessings as children of God here on earth, our true inheritance, our true home is reserved for us in, her- in heaven. We're just sojourning here. We're ambassadors of heaven, and our job here is to transform the earth so that it looks like the kingdom. An ambassador is an official diplomatic agent of high rank who is sent out by a ruler or government as a public representative. And as an ambassador for Christ, we're ones that are are sent out to work as citizens of God's kingdom, and our job is to represent truth and light in a world of deceit and a world of darkness. So we're talking about our inheritance is reserved. So like Abraham, we're looking forward, right? We're looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and whose builder is God alone. The Holy Spirit guarantees that we will receive eternal life in the world to come. We're secure being guarded by the Almighty himself, and surely, surely our inheritance is equally secure. No one can steal it from us. In John 10, Jesus said, I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. Matthew 6 talks about us gathering and and heaping and storing for ourselves treasures in heaven versus storing up treasures down here on earth where moths can eat it and thieves can steal it. So as God's adopted children, adopted into his family, we have been insured uh, an inheritance from our Heavenly Father. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. We're heirs of God and co-heirs with Jesus. This heavenly heritage is God's purpose and God's will for us. And we receive the promise of our inheritance by hearing the word of truth and believing in Christ. Revelations 21 and 4 gives us a a brief but beautiful description of our inheritance. It gives us a picture that we can have in our minds, that we can think about to encourage us to keep running the race of righteousness. And Revelations 21 and 4 says that God will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be anguish, sorrow, or mourning, nor grief, nor pain anymore. For the old conditions and the old former things have passed away. And he who is seated on the throne says, See, I make all things new. His word is faithful, incorruptible, trustworthy, and true. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. And he says to the thirsty that he himself will give water without price from the spring of the water of life. That's what we have to look forward to. So in closing, what do we do as we're encouraged and we're looking for the time when God and man will dwell together? Well, until that time, we're to walk in dominion and authority here on the earth. We're to think and to speak like our Father God. We are to command our morning with a decree and declare a thing as it's given to us by the Holy Spirit. He, he drops his word in, into our spirit so that we speak it out into the earth realm to give it permission to exist. And this is, this is in Job, right? It's, it's referring to our royal anointing that the favor of God has poured over us because we belong to him. 
the, the true power of the spoken word, it, it's beyond our common understanding. It's really a spiritual mystery. It, it's hidden, secret, but now being revealed to equip God's people for an unprecedented era of empowerment and influence. And the time has come for believers to rise up and to walk in the knowledge and the authority that God has provided and commanded through his word. The word he spoke into us and created us to speak forth. That's the seed that we were talking about earlier that's in us and that will continue to grow within us eternally. So while forces around us are threatening our peace, threatening our stability, um, the word says that nothing can prevail against God's spoken word. God's word is the most powerful thing in the universe. Matthew 18, 18 through 20, in the Amplified Version says it this way, um, talking about inheritance. It says, truly I tell you, whatever you forbid and declare to be improper and unlawful on earth must be what is already forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit and declare proper and lawful on earth must be what is already permitted in heaven. And then the power of agreement in verse 19 says, if two of you, there's a power of agreement. If two of you on earth agree about what they may ask, it will come to pass and be done for them by my Father in heaven. So what is it saying? It's saying let's go forth in victory as we live in the now and as we look to the future. That's our encouragement. That's our, that's our hope, right, um, when God and man dwell together in peace. So let's pray. Father in heaven, we decree and we declare this morning, we thank you, Lord God, for our inheritance. We thank you for the promise of heaven that's promised to your children, Father. We thank you for the time when you make all things new, Father. While we're here, Father, while we're here and we're looking, Lord God, um, at the things that you've promised us, but dwelling, Lord God, in the now, we claim and decree declare this morning that our spirit man is clad with the armor of the Lord. We declare we are victorious in you, Father, and we speak to every mountain that's preventing us from possessing our inheritance in Christ Jesus. We speak and we declare, mountains, you must move now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that your word doesn't return to your void, but your word accomplishes exactly what you said it would do, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, that it's your will for us to have an abundant life. We declare we live an abundant life. It's your will for us to walk in the authority and the power that you've given us, Father. So we declare this morning shalom the shalom of God over everyone on this call today, Father, that there's nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking in their lives, that they have a clear picture of who they are in Christ Jesus, that you reveal our identity, that we walk in power, we walk in authority, Lord God, with the ever-present hope of our inheritance in Christ Jesus, which is heaven, where God and man will dwell together in peace. We thank you for it this morning, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Mother Heather? Oh, Margaret, thank you. Thank you. Um, you have to be excited, everyone. That was a wonderful word this morning, and that was for each and every one of us, that our inheritance is in heaven, and it is eternal. It's eternal. You said so much, Margaret, that was so great, and I loved your references to the Holy Spirit as an engagement ring. Think about it, especially women when they receive an engagement ring, what that means. 
the excitement, the future of what that ring represents and that our inheritance can never spoil. It can never spoil at all. You know, we, we look for perfect things on this earth, but there are not things that are perfect. But our inheritance, all that heaven is, is perfect. The three things that you said were that it's imperishable, it's unspoiled, there's no blemish on it, no flaws of any kind, and it's reserved. In other words, it's being kept for you. So, yes, it's time for the true believers to stand up. Don't be afraid at what you hear <clears throat> excuse me, or see around you. Stand up. Know who you are in God and speak because what the enemy wants is for us to be silent. So I say to you this morning, speak. Speak at every opportunity. Hallelujah. That was wonderful this morning. At this time, we're going to go to uh, Sister Victoria, and um, we're going to ask her to come and share the requests and any praise reports, if there are any. And I'm just asking that all of us, all of us, just, be in agreement. There's much power in agreement. So, Sister Victoria, please come at this time. Thank you, Mother Heather. Praise God for the awesome word, <clears throat> Sister Margaret. There's nothing like the engagement ring coming from the Lord. So this morning, I am the position and required to pray for those that are in need of prayer. We received four prayers, and we know that our God is already listening as he sits high and he looks low. Our first prayer is coming this morning from Keila Robertson. Um, she's concerned about having spiritual attacks. She's referenced that the enemy has been trying to attack her mind with fear, worry, and anxiety. So she's asking us to pray for strength and peace over her mind and her household. So, Father God, we come to you this morning standing, <clears throat> excuse me, standing in the gap for Sister Keela Robinson. And we pray that Sister Keela Robinson is on the line this morning because we know that the enemy will try to come in to kill, steal, and destroy. So right now we rebuke him in the name of Jesus. We speak and declare that the oil of anointing is covered around Keela's body, mind, spirit, and soul, and that her eyes will stay stay steadfast on the living word that you have presented for her, letting her know, O oh Lord Jesus, that nothing can come nigh unto her, that you have, all, have not already won the victory for her. Let it be that when she thinks that the enemy is trying to infiltrate and get her off of her square, let her remember the word that you've spoken into her spirit and let her tell him that he is defeated already. We speak and declare that he cannot gain entry. We speak and declare, O oh Lord Jesus, that as Sister Keela Robinson sleeps, that you speak into her spirit and let her know that she's covered by the comforter of her soul. We give you all the praise and all the glory this morning because we know that, Father God, that the enemy will try to come in and you and attack those that you are about to use. So, Sister Keela Robinson, get ready to be used by the power of God's hand to let everybody know that you won and you have the victory. We give you all the praise and all the glory for you showing up on her behalf this morning, and we dispatch the angels on her behalf to cover her on her cover, co comings and goings. 
We also have a prayer this morning from Sister Lewis, Lois Ingram. Her prayer request this morning is that we pray for her daughter, Elise, that she doesn't worry about her mom, that she remembers the things that she's taught her, and that she will remember to trust in the Lord, and that throughout life there is one hand that she should always hold on to, and that's God's hand, and that she's having surgery and that all things are already done because the God that she serves, Sister Lois, she believes and receives is there. So we speak unto Sister Alois's daughter, Elise, to let her know that God is on her side, that she can speak and declare, Father God, we believe and receive that you will show Elise that when she speaks a word to cover her mom on the left, the right, the front, and the back, that the, everything will be okay. And she can orchestrate and speak and declare over those that will be in the surgery and that, that God will guide them so that they will see things that they had not saw before. But they will be able to correct the things that are needed for Sister Olois' knee surgery. We speak and declare that there is victory and everything is okay coming out from the surgery and that God knew that he would need to do, be there on her behalf. So we speak and declare and thank you in advance, Father God, and declare that over the household for Sister Lois and her daughter Elise, that they stand on Romans 15 and 13, that there is a God of hope and peace in any and all things. We give you all the praise and all the glory for hearing the covering for Sister Lois and her daughter Elise this morning, oh Lord. Then we received a call from an anonymous person. They're asking us to pray for Valerie um, because they believe and receive that the enemy is attacking her body once again with the same issue that has attacked her previously. And we rebuke that thing right now in the name of Jesus, and she's in pain and in the hospital. But we know that she is a believer and who has walked away from God in, in disobedience. So asking you, O oh Lord, right now that while she's in the hospital, while she's alone and quietly, Father God, that you go and speak into her spirit and let her ears hear your small voice, knowing that you're right there with her. And let her speak and declare that, Lord, I need you to come and penetrate my blood, my body, my veins, my organs, everything that is not of, not of you, that you will heal me right now. So, Anonymous, we speak and declare that God going to manifest himself through your body. He's going to heal you of any and all infirmities, and he's going to show you that he's heard your cry. No matter what you did yesterday, that the God that you serve is still on your side. He loves you. He cherishes you. And that when you speak a thing out into the air, your God will move on your behalf. So we're believing and receiving, according to Psalms 103 and 3, that God heals any and all infirmities. Trust him and believe in him, Anonymous, and he will do the things. And we will expect to hear the testimony of what God did for you during this time of another challenge. Walk through the test and give God the glory in advance as he does what he does best in loving each and every one of his children. And then we have another prayer this morning from Dolores Jackson asking us to pray for her family. She says, please continue to keep Marcus Jackson on the prayer request. He is paralyzed and still trusting his friends, which one of his friends shot him and left him for dead. The family is in forgiveness because we know the kind of God that we serve. And they're also asking for prayers for Mark and Dorothea Gilbert and the family for the loss of their sister. Father God, we come to you this morning asking this family to have faith and to trust you. Father God, you said that we should have no art against anyone. So let this family be healed because the love of God is in their hearts. 
let them boldly believe and receive that when they speak and declare for the healing of the loss of the sister, that they trust and know that their sister is in your hands. Any and all circumstances that goes on with Marcus, that they trust and believe, standing on Acts 3, 6 to 8, that he shall rise and that he shall walk, speaking and declaring and believing that you will do the work in his body and that they will also be able to remember what you have blessed them with, with the love of their sister who has transitioned to be with you. Father God, in any and all things, they trust you and believe you. They stand on the living word of your foundation. It doesn't matter what it looks like according to the word, but we know that they get all the victory because these are your children that have submitted the prayers and asking us to stand in the gap, to speak and declare a thing, and it's already done. So we give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord, for the power of your hand is mighty, and we thank you this morning. And, Father God, as we boldly come before the throne this morning, Father God, we put at the front line Ukraine and Russia. Father God, we know in your word in Revelation it talks about rumors of wars. But, Father God, we are a people of hope. We stand on Isaiah 40 and 8 because your word says the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God stands forever. So, Father God, we won't walk in fear. We will trust that you are doing what you're doing. Father God, we know that it has a similarity of when Pharaoh held bondage of over all your children. So, Father God, cover your children at this time. Do your work, so Master God. We trust your word and we stand on your word. And as the citizens of disciples to being used, we speak and declare that this war will cease to exist and that your people will be saved and they will be protected because your hands will be in the midst. We give you all the praise and all the glory for the continuous things that you do daily, Father God, knowing that when we believe it, we receive it, and that not only the leaders will be protected, but your people will be protected because they too still are your people. Speak, Lord, and move and show everyone across this world what you are doing. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus, and we all say amen. Yes, we all say amen. Amen. Yes, come, Lord. Come with healing in your wings. Let miracles occur. Let hearts be healed and lives encouraged. Thank you, Victoria. Thank you for that prayer this morning for each one of these needs. We know that we have a God that hears us, and he will answer. Praise the Lord. At this time, I'm going to go back to uh, Sister Margaret for any further thoughts. Do you have anything else for us this morning, Margaret? Just one thing, um, Elder Heather. Um, Thank you, Sister Victoria. What a powerful prayer. We praise God for you, and and we're looking um, for praise reports from all the prayers that you prayed this morning. Um, Just in closing, um, David writes in the Psalms, Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup and you make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places, and surely, he says, I have a delightful inheritance. So today, I just want to encourage all that are on the line to keep um, our eyes fixed on not what is seen, but but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. God is faithful. And what he promised us surely will come to pass now 
and also in eternity. Thank you. That was wonderful. Yes. Yes, indeed. We just have had a wonderful time this morning. I pray that each and every one of you received, and I know that you did if you had expectancy to receive. If you expected to receive from the Lord this morning, he spoke. He spoke through Sister Margaret and through Sister Victoria when she prayed. You know, if you had a need and you didn't get it sent in, you can claim. You can claim your healing. You can claim your deliverance. You can claim your provision. It's yours. It's yours. So as we end our time, let's just close out with a word of prayer. Father, we close out this time, this time on the call with you. And we ask for your presence to go with us, to guide us throughout this day. No matter where we go, no matter what we face, be with us all. Father, take us to our destinations, wherever it is, the job, appointments, school, and then bring us back home without any mishap. Father, may all provision be made on behalf of those in need. Bring increase to those who are lacking. And just as Sister Victoria prayed for Ukraine, we pray for that nation and the surrounding nations around them. We pull down that stronghold, the stronghold, and we name it communism, and we bind that strong man behind this demonic power. And we declare that this ungodly system is coming to its end. We're asking that you confuse the enemy's plans and schemes against the people of Ukraine. Encourage their hearts this morning, Father. Even though it looks dim, you are still there. And Father, I pray that Revival will be loosed over that nation. It will sweep across it and that people will come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And we declare this morning that this nation, Ukraine, is free. And whom the sun sets free is free indeed. We thank you, Father, for the time that we've had now. Bless your people. Please open the line.